Blog Talk Radio. And peace to you today. This is Zenobia bringing you the message entitled, Replacing Fatigue with Renewed Vigor. One of the busiest times of the year recently ended. This new year brings more of the same. How will you escape the all too often overwhelming fatigue that seems to plague all of us? Or the question is, will you? As unbelievable as it may be, we're already cresting towards the middle of January. Can you believe that? It just seems like Christmas, the season of Christmas, was just here. How much busyness can and will you purpose to lay aside from your typical schedule? I assure you, listeners, that much of what we deem urgent is not urgent at all. Instead, these things that rob us of what's important place undue stress, strain, and even fatigue upon us. Charles Hummel, the author of Tyranny of the Urgent, shares that our predicament is our greatest danger seeing the urgent things crowd out the important. I just wonder how many things have us, or you as well as myself, chasing around, and there's an idiom, chasing our tails. How many things have us chasing around day in and day out disguised as urgent, and we get it mixed up sometimes because we think that the urgent is what we need to do first. Well, let's just come aside for a few moments and consider the fact that probably all of us, maybe you have already uh, overcome this frantic spinning wheel but if you are like me, sometimes I, I've i got it pretty much together, and then other times I really don't. I'm running around with the urgent. And the important too often gets pushed aside. One of the things that I have learned, however, is that we need to guard against overcommitment. We simply must learn to say no. Saying no will help us to slow our frantic paces. And when we do that, it will appear as though we have more time, but we know that there's not one second more added to any day of any year. We all get 24 hours, not 24 hours in a second even. 
So we really do have to start to think about reprioritizing. In fact, perhaps you might even consider replacing the typical R and R to the mean becoming, reprioritizing, reprioritizing responsibilities and rethinking free time. Now, in my early description of this particular show, I acknowledged the fact that I already knew that we would be coming from different aspects of what we might consider spiritual, and I made it clear that that is fine with me, and I hope that it is fine with you, that I revealed that I am very much a Christian, and so when I talk about spiritual things, I will be talking from that perspective. And if you happen to disagree with the whole Christianity um, ideology, that's okay with me. I just wonder if you might, at some time to time, at least be open enough to listen. It might find you uh, a little surprised. But if it doesn't, that's, of course, okay. And the reason I wanted to uh, make that statement is that in my and my experience, God often uses fatigue. I know it's very much akin for my my personal uh, from my personal vantage point. Yeah, fatigue is very much akin to illness, and often when I am ill. Not that I'm ill all the time. I say it like like I might be, and that's not what I mean. But um, if I were, this would still be true. The fact that uh, I'm stricken with not being able to function at my maximum often has me um, at a point where I start to um, survey my life or survey a particular situation. So in the same sense, when I'm fatigued, I'm not at my maximum. And that is a time for me that I believe that God causes me to look to him. Sometimes um, you will see yourself, I guess at all times you'll see yourself not at your maximum, but then that might provoke you to look beyond yourself and look for strength outside of yourself. It's a time when the body has slowed down and is actually begging us for refueling. And again, in my experience, it's often a time when I am being prepared for a greater challenge, and I must stop. Uh, there's no no question about it. When I am fatigued, I must stop. And so I just wonder if that might be a time when you would consider yourself of not just slowing down but stopping to refuel 
to reprioritize, to reconsider portent versus the urgent. I, listeners, I believe if we could get our, our arms around these two uh, elements, important versus urgent, we would be able to reconstruct our lives and lives of those we care about. Now, of course, sometimes there's little that we can do about profiling or maybe I should say categorizing the urgent from the important because sometimes the urgent is indeed the important thing that you must do right then. But how many times are we running around doing the, the, the urgent calls on demands on our life and what's important escapes us? Like our very own families. Sometimes it's a job task. It's very, there's one that's urgent or there, is, or there are a number that are urgent and then there's two or three that are important. And in doing the urgent, we can't be everywhere, and so the important escapes. If you could also, and if I could also, have a support system, we know that when, even when you think about an object being supported, it takes the pressure off of a specific area and sort of spreads it out so that the stress does not cause its demise. The same with human beings. When we have support, it helps us to handle our pressure and stress much more effectively than if we were going solo. Just knowing that someone um, not only cares but comes aside, comes alongside of us to help us bear up under the load is most invigorating. So look for that support in your life and then be that support. I forward to 2017 being a time when I might learn to experientially and intentionally start shaving off some of the urgent in order to slow down and enjoy the important all throughout 2017. Will you come alongside of me and do the same in your life? Well, for this segment, of grace and peace. And I wish you every bit of grace and peace in your life this week and forevermore.